0: solutions broadcasting from the pods moving and storage studios this is the ramsey show it's where america hangs out to have a conversation about life specifically your money your relationships your work everything that is connected and in between all of those heavy categories i'm ken coleman joined by my colleague dr john deloney we're ramsey personalities we host our own shows as a part of the ramsey network and this hour we are your hosts we are here for you john what are we going to talk to him about
1: Everything, relationships, mental health, what's going on in their lives, what's going on in their workplace, their money, whatever's going on, we'll we'll sit here with you and we'll walk alongside you. There you go.
0: All right, let's go to Noel who joins us in the Big Apple, New first York Noel. City. There you go,
2: Noel. How can we help? Hi, um, pleasure to talk to you guys. Um, I just moved to New York City uh, to take my dream job, and um, doing well. Uh, the, the salary's you know decent for the city and. I have no debt, but I was wondering, I don't think I can afford to buy something for, you know, a very long time. And I'm wondering if it's okay to just increase retirement or should I still put money aside to be able to buy something eventually?
0: How long is a long time?
2: Well, um, I mean, I don't know, probably 10 years.
0: Well, can you continue to save aggressively over a 10-year period and continue to pay the rent that you have to pay and get there in 10 years? If you really lock down and get the down payment there in 10 years, can you do that?
2: I think so. And, you know, I probably within I'll probably have some inheritance, but I just want to know if it's okay to, to do more than 15%, um, you know, if I think it's out of reach to buy something
0: well is is it okay? It's certainly never wrong when someone invests more, but that's our rule of thumb, as Dave right. has prescribed the baby steps, and there's a reason for that. So if you think about baby step four, so if you're new to our program, just kind of reset real quick so you can get uh caught up with where Noel is asking the question. Baby step one is we ask you to put or we recommend you put a thousand dollars in your savings account just to handle any kind of rainy day uh, pop-up emergency. Then you take on all of your debt in Baby Step 2. That's what we call the debt snowball and you go after your smallest debt first moving up to the largest debt so you get momentum and every time you pay off all the smaller debts you roll that payment into the next largest debt and that gets you tremendous momentum. Baby Step 3 is saving three to six months of your expenses. So now we're really juicing the emergency fund. Baby Step 4 is to set aside 15% of your income, what you're taking home, into a matching 401k or a Roth IRA. So that's where we stand right now, all right? Baby step five is people saving for uh, their kids' college. Now, they have a a step that was kind of developed later, 3B, where people uh, go after the three to six months of expenses into uh, saving for a house. And essentially, that's where you would be right is mm-hmm. that you would be saving for the house but it's going to take you quite some time and uh, i i wonder if you're going to be in new york long term you know you sound like a young man is that true is that is it possible that you'll be uh, moving out of the city or you think you're there long term
2: well i'm young but it's been my goal to get here and right. i've i've been dreaming for 12 years to get to the right job and situation to do it what? and i do think i'm going to stay here for the foreseeable future. So
1: there's something underneath the purchasing question besides dollars and cents. What is it? Well,
2: um, I guess since I'm, here's why you're, so you're, you're saving I'm, for a
1: retirement someday. So you have, yeah. you believe that you are going to accumulate X number of dollars down the right. road and you're willing to invest to make that happen. You are not yeah. willing to invest that it, to make a home happen. Why?
2: Uh, because it seems like, to get a substantial down payment is just going to take me a good amount of time to do that.
1: So you're just um, going to, so are you just going to quit on that?
2: Um, no. Well, so right now I'm putting, so my, my salary is 90,000. I'm putting uh, 1200 a month to various retirement accounts and I'm putting 500 a month in my savings account. So as that slowly builds up, which that'll take a and, uh, quite a long time to get a down payment for a house I think, or a, a condo up here. Um, so I'm wondering if that 500 a month in savings, should I just, you know, divert that to my retirement account? Instead? I don't know.
1: I, I'm not certain. So I'm, I'm not going to make the mistake of, of putting a stake in the ground, whether it's yeah. causal or correlative, but in the mm-hmm. millionaire study, the vast majority of millionaires had paid for houses. Right, and right. they were able to, over time, capture the most volatile and expensive part of their life, which is fluctuating housing costs, by taking mm-hmm. that equation off the table. That's why we tell people, pay your mortgage off even if you have a great interest rate, because it just takes that off the table. There's no risk in it. You, you, you are completely um, on your own at that point. And what you're choosing yeah. to do, if you think about it, you're choosing to be at the mercy of a fluctuating market over time, which we all, I, I think it's just going to be, I think it's going to be fine, but that you're putting yourself in that, on that roller coaster. And at the same time, you're choosing to remain forever in a land of increasing rents or increasing, Hey, my, your building just got sold. And so we're going to sell it to somebody else who's going to jack your rent up. It may move your rent down here. You're, you're signing up for a life of chaos. And what I hear is resignation. You're just quitting. It's going to take a long time to get this. So I'm, instead, I'm just going to put all my money over here in retirement, and I'm just going to, um, I'm going to just bet on the gap there between whatever rent escalation I have and whatever money I think I can earn in the market. And I think long term, that's a that's not a good move. Okay. What do
0: you think your uh, What do you think the next three to five years looks like as it relates to opportunity for your income to increase significantly?
2: Well, um, I definitely want to stick with my current company. I came in at in a low level uh, management level and I, I, I do see opportunities um, within the company so uh,
0: my point is it's it, it would seem to me that you're gonna be making 150 200 in the next three to five years you got a shot at that is that is that too much for me to assume uh, that that seems Reasonable, yeah. Okay. Well, so John, this comes back to we we recommend the baby steps for a reason, right? Your so, life moves
1: with you as you go down these baby steps. Are you? Do you have any other debt besides? Uh, I mean, do you have any other debt?
0: I have no debt. Okay, no debt, no no debt at all. Okay. And you've got your three to six months expenses, yes?
2: Yeah, I have uh, about uh, twenty thousand as my emergency fund. Maybe it should be a little more, but um, what's the number wow. you need? The down payment number? Well. Prop, so i guess 20 percent of i'm not looking for anything big so it's probably going to be like a, like a four or five hundred thousand dollars drop it down to ten
1: percent can you get fifty thousand yeah. dollars in the next 24 months
2: i probably yeah
1: i can almost guarantee yeah. you could yeah put ten <laughs> yeah. percent down on it put fifteen percent down on it and get yourself a condo and get into a place where you can control the rent escalation yeah um, for the next 20 30 years of your life man yeah yeah
0: i, I and, and again i think we're pausing aren't we pausing baby step four here for him to just pile up that money in 3B? at his age I, I would i would i think you're 3b and i think that uh i would stop the 15 percent investment and just pile up the cash get in uh like john said and now we begin to pay that house off and you can start reinvesting you're going to get caught back up you're not going to lose ground if you're staying in new york long term that's the play I agree. Hey, thank you for the call, Noel. The best is yet to be. Don't move. More Ramsey show coming up.
3: Guys, it's no secret that the real estate market is weird right now. So go with a mortgage company you can trust to have your back. Churchill Mortgage. Churchill is Ramsey trusted because they're stable, reliable, and focused on you. At a time when a lot of companies are being bought out or going out of business, count on Churchill Mortgage to stick around. They've been doing things the right way for over 30 years, and they'll keep doing them the right way for 30 more. Get started at churchillmortgage.com. This is a paid advertisement. NMLS
4: ID 1591 and consumeraccess.org. Equal housing lender. 1749 Mallory Lane, Suite 100. Brentwood, Tennessee 37027.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Kim Coleman, joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney, the shower. We are here for you, 888-825-5225, 888-825-5225, taking the money questions, taking the life questions in the area of relationships, your mental health, emotional health. How about your work? You got a toxic coworker or coworkers or a leader who's driving you nuts with horrible bossery. How do I get a bigger shovel to make more money to get out of debt? We're going to take all of those calls, 888-825-5225. Hey, when our team gets together at Ramsey Solutions, we talk a lot about our mission to change America's toxic culture in the area of money and mental health and work and beyond. Quite frankly, it makes us a little upset to see people get trapped by debt or a dead-end job or by their past. Um, for the folks who work here, this is not a job; It's a mission to meet those people where they are. So that sounds like something you could get excited about. You've got to check out all the exciting roles that we're offering at Ramsey Solutions right now. There's never been a better time to find a job doing work you love. We need developers, UX designers, and writers to help us build digital products to see what it's like to do work that matters with us before you apply. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching Ramsey Careers. Apply for your dream job at RamseySolutions.com slash careers. That's RamseySolutions.com slash careers triple eight eight two five five two two five is the number to jump in clarissa is up next in houston texas that's john deloney territory H-Town, isn't it go come What's on up? clarissa how can we help
5: hi gentlemen thank you for taking my call um i am expecting my fourth child here in a few months all right and um I want to upgrade in car. Um, right now, I drive a, a CRV, which cannot physically fit all the number of children that we have, plus uh, myself and my husband. And I'm, I'd like to get a, a Model X Tesla. And I'm trying to see if it all uh, makes sense.
0: Now, forgive me. I really don't know much about Teslas. Our colleague, George... I, I would like uh, that car, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, he, George's got one. Rachel's got one. They love the old Tesla. But will that fit the whole family?
5: Uh, so myself, my husband, and our four children, yes. with so a six-seat configuration.
1: It oh, will that fit right. six seats, but will it fit a feels. few uh, car seats and the luggage for when y'all travel?
5: So for the luggage, we'll have to get creative. I found like a, a mobile... Trailer that we can attach. That's super cute. That can go with the oh, whole. Man, it's seat. super cute, um, right. <laughs> um, uh, Hey, yes. you
1: are. How much is this car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm trying to be nice. Yeah, how much is the car?
5: So the car I'm, I'm looking at a used model, and so the range is about eighty-six to ninety thousand.
0: Can you afford said car? Meaning,
5: pay cash. Yes. I can. I just don't know
0: if I should. No, you
1: shouldn't. What, you can ch- hear
0: your voice. Please break down that tone of voice change, Doc. I feel th- like there is, was something there.
1: Yes, this is some. <laughs> this is somebody who absolutely knows the answer to the question. Here's what you're wrestling with: who you still want to see yourself as, Uh-oh. and reality. Uh oh. Reality mm-hmm. is you're an awesome, cool mom of four, an awesome, cool wife, and y'all are doing life. In in your fantasy, you're still super rad and cool, and you're still going out to Fitzgerald's out there on White. Uh, I guess they tore it down. You're still going out and doing cool stuff, and you're driving a Tesla to get there. Is that fair?
5: But I am a cool mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. You're think a there's cool any- mom in a Sienna too, is what I'm saying. <laughs> How, what's your what's your annual take home household? Um, annual
5: take home is about three hundred thirty
0: thousand. Okay, do you have any debt at all?
5: Um, We owe four
0: twenty four on the house. Okay, so no debt but your house. Uh, What's the other car worth? The the, the car
5: maybe
1: your hubs will drive. Uh, Well,
5: my husband actually has a Tesla. Of course he he does. Model
1: three. He's still a cool guy. uh,
5: (laughs) He's still cool, and I'm (laughs) over here in the CRP, all (laughs) Um, Uh,
1: Yeah, (laughs) boring mom. While husband's off being cool, plugging (laughs) his car in.
5: So you got um, but the, the cash. The car that we would get rid of it would yeah. be worth twenty thousand.
0: All okay. right. So you got you got the cash right now. You can go buy it right now. Right. You so got the fully funded emergency fund. I'm trying to find a hole here, John. This isn't a math problem. They you, a, got the money. Does it they've make sense? Money.
1: Yeah. Does it make sense?
0: Well, I think it comes down to. I mean, based on the formulas.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. This isn't a math problem. You can afford the car yeah. and, in so terms then, of our principles. Get it.
0: Then go ahead and do it.
1: In terms of. Is Are you going to be happy with this purchase long-term for your family, and are you buying a $90,000 depreciating asset for four kids who are of a certain size now, and in five years they're going to be double that size? all crammed into they're gonna destroy this car mom Ma- <laughs> you know this right
5: they will be walking
1: <laughs> no there's gonna be cheerios all true. smashed in there and gummy candies yes. under the tape. it's gonna it's gonna be a car i i wouldn't do it on that alone I, I didn't think about that ken i would buy a car to get me through the next five years until my kids then to, get the sweet tesla. right can go to the bathroom on their own let's let's start there yeah. right and then get a tesla Maybe by then they'll have Tesla minivans.
0: I mean, Clarissa, <laughs> the way you your intonation changed, you were like,
5: "I
1: know, it. you know." Like you what? Know. What? But
0: what I want to know why you called us to get our opinion, two dudes that you barely know. What are you doubting? What feels weird about it? Tell us.
5: Um, well, I I know math, and I know that there's a reason why I've driven this CRV for this number of years. I know that cars are depreciating asset. It doesn't make sense but I also just like I'm spending about two times longer in my car every day than I used to. I have a newer job so I'm like, well, if I'm in here like an hour and a half a day instead of, you know, 45 minutes a day, I want to enjoy that. Yeah. Well, sure. have you looked
0: at, that That makes sense, but let me ask you this. Have you, because see, I'm, now by the way, I want to be very clear, because John did a good job of saying, from a math standpoint, if you're calling us, does this make sense financially, you guys can do this. So it's a non-factor. It's not a bad decision. But it, I'm actually, John and I are playing off of your voice. Yeah. And what you're feeling. And I heard, now you told us, and thank you. So here's the deal. What would make you feel really awesome for forty-five thousand?
1: Or let me let me or phrase, 40. Let me phrase it, it this way: Are you a less cool mom? Are you not who you want to be in a fifty-thousand-dollar Sienna hybrid that can fit everybody and all the luggage and gets about forty-five miles to the gallon, fifty miles a gallon? I don't know what
5: that is.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a Toyota minivan.
5: Toyota minivan. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds terrible for me. <laughs> you nailed it. You nailed it.
1: That's what's going on. It's the, but what 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 sounds terrible? The image of yourself in that minivan? Um, Just the idea of
5: driving a minivan. just does Okay.
0: Not but but wait a second. It. But wait a second. I'm going to keep pushing because John gave you one option. I'm going to give you another option. What about a really awesome SUV, again, that you can maybe get for 45? Maybe it's got a little bit higher miles. Maybe it's got 50,000, 60,000 miles. But well, that's nothing. In or a cars. Tahoe Suburban, yeah. What's wrong with one of those? Yeah.
5: So I, I just don't like the way that they maneuver in Houston. So which one of you is from Houston? Because driving Me. around in one of those yeah. for an hour and a half in Houston traffic is terrible. Switching lanes, finding parking.
1: It is, but also there's rocks flying up. everywhere because they tear down a new highway every other weekend for yeah. no reason, right? So, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it goes back to the $90,000 depreciating asset that's going to be destroyed on the outside and Literally. on the inside. I think the, of all the things I've heard as I'm, as we're thinking this out loud, it's what Ken said about what these four kids yeah. crammed into this beautiful, wonderful car. And if you call me and said, hey, I got one kid or I'm single, we'd tell you, dude, buy it right now. Yeah. I'd be jealous of you because I'd love to have that car. Um, but this is just us telling our friend or our sister Dude, kids destroy everything. You know that
0: nuclear scientists have found that goldfish will survive those little treats, <laughs> those little cheesy treats will survive a nuclear blast.
1: Yes, and you know so what they're I'll definitely
0: going to live in those crevices that even your vacuum cleaner can't get to. You know the long neck yes. one you try to get can't get it. And it's the there forever. The
1: world's greatest adhesive, melted gummy bear yeah. that sits under or melted organic yep. fruit snack yep. it's, that's all yep. you can eat in a Tesla yep. by the way
0: and no matter what they tell you about that awesome chemical you can buy at your favorite store big False. box store False. your kid's going to drop a smoothie and it's going to stain that <laughs> carpet inside of six months and guess what it ain't coming
1: out nope nope I, yeah, hey, buy uh, what I you want know. to buy. Yeah, you can do it. I'm more worried about you not liking yourself in a vehicle. That tells me you got deeper things going on there. That's where I would start.
0: But if you do buy it, would you please email The Ramsey Show the picture of you and your cute little Tesla wagon With on the way kids to the beach. With crammed
1: in there. <laughs> That's right.
0: I want to see that. Woohoo! We're going to the beach, everybody, in our electric We have space cup. for one towel. That's it. All right, folks, don't move. More of that kind of genius wisdom coming up. This is The Ramsey Show.
3: Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today, every dollar.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Kit Coleman, joined by Dr. John Deloney, and we are here for you, taking your phone calls, 888 825 Five two two five. That is triple eight eight two 888-825-5225. It's a free call, uh, folks. Give us a shot. It's you know it is a free call, and we care deeply about you. And you may be just one phone call away from breakthrough. And if you've got something that's a little bit sensitive, uh, know that we're going to protect you and take good care of you. We'll change your name, your location, everything. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody today, we are here for you. So give us a shout. Bradley's going to start us off this segment in Charlotte, North Carolina. Bradley, how can we help?
4: Hey, how you guys doing?
0: We are having a blast. What's up?
4: So I'm going to give you a little background. Uh, I'm 24. My wife's 23. Uh, we've been married uh, since the middle of last year. We just had a new son. He's about three months old. And uh, we currently have been living in our house right now. We have a mortgage on it uh, for a little over three years. And we now, because of our son, we're wanting to move closer to family and, a uh, you know, different, uh, school district and stuff like that. And we want to do that within, you know, like three to five years, give or take. And so I didn't know if it'd be best to keep throwing, you know, additional money into the mortgage, try to pay it down as quickly as I can. Or if I need to draw back on that and you know, instead use that money towards the, you know, the, anything past my emergency fund to put down towards the next house
1: that kind of stuff um i three to five years let me say it this way you're going to get your money back out of your house more than likely so right i personally what i do is i dump all that money into my house Mm -hmm. um if i was going to move i dump all that money into my house let me get it back when i sell it um it feels it's like a pseudo like a warm blankie to feel like I've got a checking account over here with some other money in it, but it's, it's going to end up in the same pot. Um, three to five years, you're right on the cusp on one end and you're right at the beginning of, of a cusp on the other end, right? So if you told me, Hey, in three years, we're out of here, two and a half years, we're gonna put our house in the market. We're gonna start looking to get out of here. I'd probably tell you to sock some money away and try to sell that house. If you tell me to be there five years, that's a I'd try to pay that house off as fast as I could, right? So you're right square in the middle. Why'd you pick that time range? Like, what is magical well, mainly, about three to five years?
4: Well, uh, the actual well, the limit would be you know five because that's when our son would be roughly
1: starting school. So oh. that, that's why I kind of mentioned like the school district thing. So l- let me let me rephrase it. Why not move right now? Why not move this summer?
4: Uh, mainly be, well, I mean, we're just kind of saving up money right now because, you know, obviously our minds, you know, the more money to put down, the better. We want to finance as least as possible. So we're Mm -hmm. kind of building, you know, that nest egg up at the moment.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. But here's the deal. Uh, John is absolutely right, Bradley. And the reason he's right. And, uh, how old did you say you were? 24. 24. Take it from dudes who are twice as old as you. And I, it's certainly me. I don't know about John. I shouldn't. You're close, close. Close to twice. Um, A lot can change in one year. Your life can look unrecognizable in three to five. And I like John's advice because investing in the current house, there's no negative. You keep paying that house down. um, He's right. You're going to get that money back most likely. And you've got yourself um, so much more net worth, so much more equity. You've got options. Life can change. And I love the plan. And I'm not in any way trying to poo-poo or scare you. Uh, I, I just want you to understand life can change. And I think John's advice is right. I would pile everything into the house. That effectively becomes your down payment, that and, equity.
1: And, again, I hadn't right. thought about that, but um, Bradley. I've just been through it. You and I have been married a long time. <laughs> well, you let know? me back it out. Three years ago, I was in my dream job at one of the top universities in the country. Oh, yeah. And then two years Wham-o. before that, I was in another state in a really great job do it right so man to to forecast five years in my life and i ran into somebody and now i have i'm a youtuber as my as my son says so man you have no idea what happens in five years whether a boss comes and taps you on the shoulder you get fired your wife gets promoted who knows right so it's important to plan it's important to have dreams and it's important to be very specific about those dreams and it's also important to live with principles in the present, right? Here's who I'm going to be every single day in route to wherever we is we're going. Yeah.
0: I love the advice, John. Uh, Bradley, I couldn't couldn't agree more. Just pile it into the current house, and then when we get there, when there shows up, uh, you're going to be in great shape. Right. Thank you for the call. Paul is up next in Cincinnati, Ohio. Paul, how can we help?
6: Hey, Ken and John. I'm actually really glad that you two are on hosting the show today
1: because, uh, perfect combination for this question Uh, hey nobody Um, ever says that paul thanks man
0: yeah can we record that guys (laughs) in the booth it'd be great if you could send that home to our wives and kids that'd be wonderful what's up paul so um so my best friend suffers
6: from debilitating anxiety and it has had him out of work for about the past year and a half and i'm wondering what i can do or what i can encourage him with that uh might help him move back into the work field since he's been making
1: some progress with his anxiety that's awesome so i would reframe that question that, that statement a little bit and say something about his life has set off his body's alarm systems and the noise is real loud so putting anxiety to the side what is it about his ecosystem or his environment that has begun has, is suffocating him is it his marriage did he lose somebody is he have childhood trauma he's dealing with like what what is it
6: so I'd, I'd say it's mostly from his childhood trauma
1: okay okay and so he's found himself in an adult world and his body is struggling to live in a world that we've all created for ourselves that none of us can live in right yeah okay uh, hey by the way he's lucky to have you it's pretty awesome um what here's what i will tell you two 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 important things number one you can't fix him And the more you try to help him by fixing him as though he's a puzzle and you've got the missing pieces, the more he becomes a project and not somebody you love. He becomes an engine to fix, not a friend. And as somebody who's been where he is, just debilitated by anxiety. The greatest thing, my friends, and there's a couple of them, John, a friend named Todd, a friend named Randall, a friend named John, like guys who leaned into my life. They were very clear about you're with us. We're inviting you over even though you come over and you're annoying or you want to talk about how the end of the monetary policies coming, like All these crazy anxious things I had all the time. They always invited me over. And a couple of my buddies called me on my nonsense. And here's something important for you to understand. That debilitating anxiety is a context. It's his body getting his attention. And he sounds like he's on, on the path to healing. It isn't an, ex- an excuse to show up in your life. So I had a friend who sa- who one time came. I had, you know, you may have heard my story. I've, I, I thought I was seeing cracks. I thought my house was falling apart. He came over to yeah. my house. He looked at it. His dad was an architect. He's been on, grew up on construction sites. And he walked around and he took me out. We we're outside. I was like, look at this, look at this. And he took a breath as a good Texan would do. And he exhaled and he said, your house is strong. Your house is fine. This conversation's over. And I don't ever want to hear you s- mention this again. And here's what he gave me in that moment. That was the first time someone had said, "Stop with this nonsense," and it allowed me to walk away and think, "Huh, maybe the issue lies with inside of me, not projecting out all over the place." You see what I'm saying? But he wasn't ugly. He yeah. showed up. He came into the. He I, I I invited him into my life, and he showed up, and he loved me enough to hold me accountable. Are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. Right? You see what I'm saying? So yeah. you can't fix him. You can love him. And that's real frustrating for a good friend like you, right? Well, you can also do a couple
0: other things, Paul. Um, John's absolutely right. you got to love him. But you know what you can do? You can encourage him. Be very, very positive. Just a voice of positivity and consistent positivity. That's the encouragement. You can also connect him to people that you know to say, hey, let me tell you about my buddy. He's had a rough life. And uh, but I know he's a good dude, and 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 I want you to give him a shot. You can connect him to opportunities through your relationships, and then the third thing is you can endorse him, endorse him to as many people as possible. That's what a friend can do. Your question was, how can I help my friend find a job? Well, you can look a little bit for him, but at the end of the day, you got to connect him because I think he feels wounded, John. Oh yeah, I think he's a little bit maybe shameful, embarrassed, whatever. And Finding a job's leading right? him to a situation is one of the best things a friend can do.
1: That's exactly right, and and just showing up, being okay. there.
0: So connect him, man. Open up your rolodex, put yourself out there for him. But in doing so, tell him, hey, dude, this guy stop. Yeah, yeah. because You're I believe in you. I put my
1: name on it. You're going to show up.
0: You got to show up, and you got to deliver. And I believe you can show up. That's yeah. it. I think that's the right thing to do. And then, as John said, Paul, you you just got to be his friend and love him. You can't do it all for him. But great call. Thanks for calling. This is the Rancher Show the ramsey show i'm ken coleman dr john delaney joins me this hour we are here for you america the phone number to jump in is triple eight eight two five five two two five triple eight eight two five five two two five um i gotta tell I, I gotta tell the folks this really quick i just showed john an old video Uh, uh, on YouTube of the guy in Australia who is trying to rescue his dog from the kangaroo and they square up out in the the bush of Australia and the right lead, the guy, if you haven't (laughs) seen this video... James is going is Ken, what is Ken doing I just need to share the goodness it made your day did it not it
1: was fantastic this
0: guy punches the kangaroo and rescues his dog <laughs> from the from the from the grasp of the kangaroo and this kangaroo just spreads up and just and he it got, looked like two
1: high school kids yeah and but then that guy crosses his feet and boom yeah catches him off punches guard. it and the kangaroo has
0: obviously has no idea what has just happened but he takes it right to the jaw it was beautiful
1: and then they both kind of look at each other, and then yep. Yep. we should separate. Yep.
0: So there's a little bonus content if you've never seen it. John had never seen the video, and it made his day. So go check it out. Guy Punches Kangaroo on YouTube. Change your life. Is that good? See, so you come— You
1: don't. Oh, there it is right there. There it is. They're putting it up on the screen <laughs> for our YouTube. Look at that.
0: Just a right lead. And they just stare at each other. And the kangaroo's like, what is— Watch this. Look, he squares up. This guy's— Boom! Right there pow and then he just and then the guy turns his back to the kangaroo and goes get in the truck dogs
1: yep walks away if
0: i could ever meet this guy and interview him
1: Uh uh-huh it would be it would be a delight james gonna set that up yeah there it is he set that up
0: all right folks uh see you never know what we might talk about here on the ramsey show let's go to chris uh in sacramento california chris how can we help
6: hi hi how's it going thank you um i'm I was calling, I have a car buying question i like to run by you guys. Okay. So I'm currently considering trading into a, a newer vehicle, a bigger vehicle, a SUV. And I just wanted to know if it would be a smart move. I'm currently driving a 2020 Kia Forte, and I was looking to trade into a 2022 Kia Sorento.
0: All right, run the numbers for us. What, what, do, you, what do you owe on the first car?
6: No, sir. I do not owe anything. I own it. Um, it's appraised approximately between sixteen thousand to eighteen thousand, at the most. All right. What's um, the other car? The other car, I'm probably realistically looking at forty to you know, forty five thousand when all said and done.
0: And I'm assuming you've got cash to be able to do this. Negative, sir. <laughs> well, I don't know how new you are to the show. and, and I don't negative. want to presume, right? But we we are never going to say that it is a good move or smart move, however you just put it, to go into debt for a car.
1: Please don't borrow money on a depreciating asset, Chris. Please, 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 please. It's not good sense. You're worth more than that. Do you understand where okay. we're coming from on that?
0: We're, we're not going to debate you, but we want you to understand why we say that. Do you understand why we're saying that and what John means by you're going to you're going to go into debt? on a asset that is depreciating every day.
6: Okay. Do you understand yes, what
0: we're saying? Yes, sir. I is, do. Is there anything wrong with your uh, Kia? Or is that what you said it was?
6: Yes, sir. Yes, 2020 Kia Sorento.
0: Is there anything Not wrong really, with it? Wrong. Yeah, it's a perfectly good car and it's paid for, correct?
6: Yes, sir. No, there's nothing wrong with it. How
1: it's much just, do you make? What's I'm your annual wrong. income?
6: Gross or net, sir. Take home. Take home, excuse me. take Take home 43
1: probably 43,000 okay and that's that's the other part is just as a general rule of thumb again this is us talking to thousands and thousands and thousands of people over 30 years right is when you get your ratios out of whack you find yourself in a hole whether you meant to or not and you're thinking about buying a car on credit that's about as much as you bring home on an annual basis um just thinking about that. I bought a depreciating asset for all the money I'm going to make in the calendar year. Um, so our rule of thumb is everything in your home with engines and wheels should not, um, should not exceed half of your annual income. And I personally think, actually think that's high, but that's where we've landed. So you're looking in the twenty thousand dollar twenty one thousand dollar range, and it sounds like you've got that perfectly right now are you can you be content with where you are? Can
6: I be content yes sir
1: I how come, how come you want to trade up
6: because you know sir the the vehicle I had was kind of like a a bad relic of a bad um <laughs> a bad emergency I had a couple years ago and
1: uh, tell me about that.
6: So unfortunately two years ago, I was the victim of one of those social security um, FBI gift card scams. Um, you know, these, these guys scared me. And so long story short, they scammed me out of 4 $500. Um, and I had other plans to do with that money. So the only way I had, I came up with two, get it back was to trade down into the, from the vehicle I was driving at the uh-huh. time.
1: So I, that's what I did. So it just that's reminds you every day of that season, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah.
6: yeah. Another thing is that it's a little kinda tiny for kind of tiny for the kind of amount of driving I do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of tiny.
0: Well, yeah. then, hey, I get that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would just be patient like let's do this but let's be patient and let's be smart let's not let's not buy a car that is is you know is worth as much as john said you're going to make in a year so I, i would be patient save up the money um and and be smart about this don't don't be in a rush to make this change i understand why you want to make the change and i think you should make the change yeah well we just want you to do it cash no debt
1: do you owe any other money I owe about eighteen thousand, sorry nineteen thousand, on a small personal loan. Okay, I've got an I've got a even crazier idea for you. What if you sold this? uh, You said it's eighteen thousand trade-in, which means you get twenty for it on the private market. What if you sold it for twenty? Bought a ten thousand dollar Camry and then took that other 10,000 bucks and threw it towards your debt. Now you're out of this car that reminds you of a dark moment. You're in a car that's gonna, it's not sexy, it's not cool, but it's gonna run till the apocalypse is over and you can make some headway on cleaning your debt up so that you can, for the first time in your adult life, breathe. I actually hadn't
6: considered that option. So that's
0: how does fairly, that feel? Well, I think it sounds great, but I'm biased. He's my friend, and it actually makes by good the end financial of this weekend
1: sense. you could only owe eight thousand yeah. bucks. How does that feel,
0: loan. Chris? How does that feel as you were processing that?
1: You know, like um,
6: like you said, the it was it would remove the kind of the reminder. Like I kind of would like to do with kind of the the the. Uh, the yeah. of the, you know, and driving. cut your I, I, debt I,
0: I, and I, cut your debt in half.
5: Yeah,
0: feels no, pretty that, good. That, that is, That's the answer that I'm looking constant. for because I know that felt good as you started to process that, right?
1: And then you've got eight thousand bucks left that you owe somebody. I want you to spend the next calendar year putting every penny you got to pay that stuff off. And then by the end of 2023, I want you to be completely 100 percent a free man.
0: Yes, and I'm going to challenge you a little bit more. Six months, go work an extra job right go get a part-time job it. making 20 bucks an hour six months or less you're completely debt-free with john's plan then we start saving towards the nicer car and and moving on
1: with your life what do you do for a living i'm in the
6: army sir i'm an army officer sir
1: how How? no that's why you keep calling me sir i was wondering <laughs> um uh how, how much longer do you got
6: Currently, only I only have three more years active duty that I have to do. Oh.
1: I'm looking to do six more You're years staying? active duty. Great. Um, man, I'd love to see you hammer this out and figure it out and be completely 100% debt-free, even if that meant you got to move back on base for a season and get control mm-hmm. of the number of veterans that we talk to or active duty folks that we talk to who have been either scammed or have – found themselves hey at least you got a kia man you didn't get yourself the uh jeep with the jacked up all the stuff on it right but man i would love to see you look up in 24 36 months and you owe nobody anything and you're driving the car that you want that you paid for in cash because you're a free man i would love 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 that man you deserve that life Thanks for
0: your service, Chris, and you've got this. Hopefully, you'll take our advice. I think the best is yet to be for you. Thank you so much for your call. I want to thank John Deloney and James and the crew behind the class. Thank you guys for keeping us afloat, but mostly thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from the Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: If you enjoy this podcast you should check out other great podcasts from the Ramsey Network, like The Rachel Cruz Show.
5: Money should be fun, not stressful. I'm Rachel Cruz, and I'll show you practical tips on how to save money in your everyday life and get out of debt even faster on The Rachel Cruz Show. I'll show you that you can take control of your money and create a life you love. Listen to The Rachel Cruz Show wherever you listen to podcasts.
4: Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show.